Welcome to Alphabet Flight, your encyclopedic journey through the Marvel Universe, where we look at every character you know and love and have forgotten along the way. I'm your temporary host, Jordan, and with me is the one who sits in the middle of the webs of fate, Rob. My psychic powers tell me that I'm going to be on this episode. <laughs> I wasn't ex- okay, so today we're, we're talking about Madam Web. Do you know who Madam Web is? Oh, I certainly do. Got her, uh, her picture uh, put up here. She is an elderly woman who is confined to a web-themed life support system. And she's also wearing a blindfold all the time because she is blind. It's nice when uh, people who have no sight do that to let you know. That's... Oh, sure. <laughs> so uh, let me give you her s- statistics here. Uh, her real name is Cassandra Webb with two Bs. <laughs> And her occupation is a professional medium. Her identity is publicly known. Legal status is an American citizen with no criminal record. She has no former aliases. Her place of birth is Salem, Oregon. And her marital status is widowed. Her known relative is Jonathan Webb, her husband who is deceased. And she has no group affiliation with a base of operations in New York City. And her first appearance, which I'm going to get a link for you to take a look so we oh, can talk I've, about. I've already pulled it up. Oh, great. Is Amazing Spider-Man number 210, uh, The Prophecy of Madam Web. And I kind of really like this cover. Uh, <laughs> it's I, I do like it. And uh, some, some great cover copy here, too. Yeah. Hey, Spidey, think you're the only webhead in town? Meet Madam Web. It's also got like a. It's not got the little circle of the character flying that Jesse always points out, which I also like. But it does have a little square with Spider-Man uh, flying yes. into it. And yeah, it's basically Madam Web in the middle, n- not only in their chair, but some like heavy-duty uh, technology, I guess. Like, com- yeah. it, it's like walls of com- computer bank kind of looking stuff around her that connects to the web. So, mm. so let's get into her history. Cassandra Webb became aware of her clairvoyant abilities while still a child and strengthened them through constant practice. Blind since birth, Webb found that her psychic abilities more than compensated for her sightlessness. She became a professional medium, utilizing her gifts to help others as well as to support herself. Decades after the beginning of her career, Webb was stricken with myasthenia gravis, a baffling disease that gradually erodes the central nervous system, slowly incapacitating the entire body. She is now completely dependent upon her immobile life support system, designed by her late husband, an electronics engineer, to provide vital life functions. Using her psychic powers, Madame Webb learned that Peter Parker was the costume crime fighter Spider-Man. Later, when the criminal juggernaut attempted to kidnap her, he removed her from her life support system. As a result, she suffered a severe shock and possibly brain damage. Madame Webb's current condition has not been revealed. Yeah, this this is pretty much like just uh, at her very at her very earliest appearances, isn't it? 
Well, it's it's interesting because so she uh, she first appeared in uh, Amazing Spider-Man two ten, which was uh, sort of near the beginning of the uh, Denny O'Neill run on Amazing Spider-Man, which is mm-hmm. not you know not either Spider-Man's or Denny O'Neill's finest hour. Oh. The two really lasting things to come from it are Madam Web and Hydro Man. Oh. Uh, everybody's favorite guy who they get if the Sandman isn't available. <laughs> uh, and so then fairly quickly into the subsequent Spider-Man run, which was uh, Roger Stern, uh, she was taken out of the picture during the uh, the classic Nothing Can Stop the Juggernaut storyline. <laughs> and then after that, she didn't appear for uh, about 15 years. Yeah. So she she next appeared during the one of what is generally considered one of the worst storylines <laughs> in Spider-Man history, uh, the Gathering of Five. Yeah, that's, that's when Norman Osborn tried to collect five mystical artifacts that would uh, that would give him ultimate power or something, and. Uh, and in, as a result of this mystical ceremony, she got uh, her youth restored. And yeah. so she became a major supporting player in the ongoing series of the third Spider-Woman, uh, Maddie Franklin, which is also not fondly remembered. <laughs> and she ended up turning back in the sp- turning up in the Spider-Books again uh, around the Civil War era, up until the point when she was kidnapped by the Craven family. Yeah. And ultimately killed during the Grim Hunt storyline. Uh, and then second Spider-Woman, Julia Carpenter, ended up taking over her powers and the title as Madam Web, although she can still walk around and do stuff. She gained the psychic abilities, but not the... Uh, what was the disease they said it was? Uh, my, it my... is uh, Myasthenia it's... Gravis. Which is probably made up. I'm actually... Because it does... It sounds both real and fake. It is a real thing. It's, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a long-term neuromuscular disease that leads to varying degrees of skeletal muscular weaknesses. Huh. Oh, and it's it's directly because of a problem between nerve cells and muscles uh, being blocked, like communication. So, mm-hmm. huh. And interestingly, um, a lot of Spider-Man fans of my generation were not introduced to her via the comics. Yeah. But uh, she was on the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Uh, where she was voiced by uh, Joan Lee, the late wife of Stan. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, I unfortunately stopped watching the '90s Spider-Man just before that, before she showed up. Ah. So I miss, I unfortunately missed that. But I knew of her of a bit because of. Uh, I think she had like a small like cameo in. The third Spider-Woman that you mentioned was... Uh, uh, Maddie Franklin. Yeah. Like, I think I might have caught in that. Maybe I'm thinking I, uh, of, of her, and I actually did read that series. I could be wrong, though, because I just don't remember it being, like, really long. No, it lasts, like, I think 18 issues, none of which are particularly good. And she's definitely, you know, sort of like, like a hip, rebellious teen written by a bunch of guys in their late 50s. It, it, it's not good. <laughs> and also because she was in that cartoon she also got her own action figure in the 90s oh that's cool yeah um huh that's weird I can't find uh, a link to Maddie there she uh she's the new she did she become the new spider woman or was that another yes, one yes she did okay oh 
they have her marked under here as Charlotte Witter. Oh, that's a set. That that was a villainous Spider Woman who was around at the same time. Who is uh, this, Madam Web's granddaughter? Ah, that's that's yeah. That was the one I was finding that I couldn't seem to. I wonder why I couldn't find uh, Maddie here. Well, oh well. Anyways, back to <laughs> back to the article. Uh, her height is five feet six inches. Her weight is one hundred and ten pounds. Her eyes are pale gray, and her hair is black and silver. Her strength level, Madam Web is an invalid. <laughs> her Ouch. nose, yeah, just wow. Known superhuman powers, Madam Web possesses psychic sensory powers. With great concentration, she can scan people's thoughts or project her thoughts into their minds. And in parentheses, it marks that as tele- telepathy. Perceive past or present events which she has not personally witnessed. Again, parentheses, clairvoyance, or f- foretell events which has a high probability of taking place. Present? Oh, I cannot say that word right. Prescience? Is that how it's said? I would oh. yes, prescience. Prescience. Okay, thank you. Uh, since there is more than one possible future stemming from almost any given critical moment, she cannot perceive the future with absolute certainty. Overlapping mental images of alternate sequence of events appear to her sim- simultaneously. The most probable futures appearing more luminous than others. The further into the future she tries to peer, the greater the number of possibilities which appear, and thus the greater degree of uncertainty. The range of her telepathic powers is not yet known. Her natural powers make her particularly sensitive to similar powers in others. And paranophilia, Madame Webb is cybernetically linked to a spider web-like life support system, which attends to all of her bodily needs by augmenting her weakened automatic nervous system. By simple cybernetic command, she can shift her chair to an upright or reclining position for sleeping. The system is equipped with robot arms that take the place of her own now useless arms. Um, and, and as another note, I noticed that uh, after the Grim Hunt, she actually was <laughs> brought back in that. Uh, oh, that's right, the clone the, conspiracy. They yeah, the clone it. conspiracy. Yes. Uh, but she, but she. And then- she, she immediately she, let herself she, <laughs> decay yeah, away. Yeah, she re-died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'm not sure how they 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 count those clones. Is that are they like alive and then dead again, again, or is that like a is that like a whole separate person that has their name but died again? At least in the case of this came up in uh, Amazing Spider-Man because uh, Doc uh, Kurt Connors saved the clones of his wife and son. And he mm-hmm. took the son to Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange said, "Yes, this, you know, this boy has like the the soul of your original son." Huh. So at least in that case, uh, that counts. Huh. I always, always. Mm, well, that's that's some phil- philosophical uh, shenanigans that yes. probably would would cause a lot of trouble to figure out. Yep. Uh and that's pretty much it for we have here on Madam Web. Yeah, I, I guess the, the, the twist on her origin in the cartoon uh, was that she was not just a human psychic, uh, but she was the companion of the Beyonder. Oh, yeah. I actually, like I said, I unfortunately stopped re- uh, watching then, but I do remember hearing about how that uh, little arc. Yes. Yeah. It, it got real weird. <laughs> well... As long as it didn't, it didn't involve Spider-Man teaching Beyonder how to poop. Sadly, no. <laughs> they left that out from the comics. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? All right, so I am also on a Transformers podcast. We are going episode by episode through the second season of Transformers Rescue Bots right now. And I'm also on the official Marvel research team. Uh, we produce the uh, the Marvel handbooks and uh, do research projects for Marvel. And currently, if you uh, if you ask your local comic shop real nice, they might have a copy of the King in Black handbook for you, tying into uh, uh, Marvel's most recent symbiote event. And in there, you can read an enormous Venom update by myself, uh, in which in which details the terrible secret of how Venom poops. And probably inquiring minds need to know. It's, uh, you're not, the answer is not pretty. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just going to plug the social media here. We, for Alphabet Flight, you can find us both at Instagram and, and Twitter under that name, all one word. Uh, also, we have a Patreon, and any little bit of help or sponsorship could, would be appreciated. Uh, right now, it's mostly not only going to help to continue producing these episodes, but help Jesse with getting his computer fix. And with that, I'll say, may Khonshu protect you in all your night travels. Goodbye. Good night. Good night.